The holidays are coming up and for many of us, this is a time of year of stress and just the opposite of simplicity. So we are going to tackle some mindset shifts today in hopes that your holiday season and every season here on after is a little bit simpler. So stay tuned. What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there. I am so excited to be joining you for another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna, and I'm so glad you've tuned in this week. So this podcast and really my mission with sharing tips with you each week is not about your stuff. I know I talk about decluttering a lot and I talk about stuff a lot, but my real hope is that you find a way to let go of the excess things in your life, both the physical stuff, the stuff in our homes, but also the mental stuff so that you can live your life instead of just be like managing it. I don't want you to spend all your time managing your belongings and rushing from place to place. Instead, I want you to create space for actually living life. I also want you to hear me when I say that I am not at all perfect at any of this. This has been a journey of mine and my family's for a while now, and my hope is that I can just share some things that have worked for us along the way, but that you also understand that I'm still on this journey with you. So this episode today is going to be the beginning of a series that I'm calling Small Steps to Lasting Change. Each episode is going to give you three small steps that you can implement that will hopefully help you make lasting change in your home and your life. This week, we're going to be talking about mindset changes. So we're going to talk about some small steps that you can take today to just make this more lasting so that it's not something you come here week after week hoping for tips and tricks, but that don't really make permanent change because I want you to feel the change that's coming. So we'll talk about mindset changes today. In the next episode of the series, we're going to talk about day-to-day tasks, and then we're going to continue with different topics over the coming weeks. So I hope you'll stick with me for the whole series. Make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. Just go to iTunes or wherever you listen to the Simple Home Podcast and hit that little subscribe button, and that way you'll be notified when a new part of the series comes out for you. All right, now before we dive into the three main points of this episode, I just wanted to let you know about a challenge that's going on right now. It's totally free. I hope you'll join us for it. It's called the 1000 Things Challenge. And I did this last year and I had such great um, feedback from everybody that I decided to do it again. So my challenge to you, and I am participating as well, is to get rid of 1,000 things before Christmas. Now, I know that sounds like a ton, and if you choose to go with a different number, that's okay, you can set your own number. 
but my goal is to really challenge you here. And the reason that I did this is because I hear so often about the clutter that comes in around the holidays from gifts and decorations and just all the things seem to come into our homes. So my goal every year is to get rid of some excess things before that happens so that I can kind of plan some space for those new toys that are coming to my kids' rooms or maybe a new holiday outfit's going to be hung in the closet or whatever it is, kind of plan some space for that. But my other intention around this is to help others that may not have the financial means to buy gifts for their family. So I'm looking for things in my home, not necessarily the broken things or outdated things, but things that I don't use that somebody else could benefit from that I can donate somewhere that's going to make a difference for somebody. So think maybe your local homeless shelter or pregnancy center, or maybe there's a jail or a women's ministry in your town, somewhere where you can donate these items and people can really use them. They can give them to their kids as gifts because they don't have enough money to purchase them themselves or they can give them to their mom and dad, whatever the case is. There's lots of places that we can look. Sometimes churches do donation drops like this, or even schools will. So look around your community and see where you can donate these items. And it's a win-win for everybody. You get less things in your house so that you don't feel overwhelmed before the holidays come and other people benefit from your generosity. So if you want to join us, of course, you can do this on your own, but it's way more fun to do everything in a community. So go to athomewithkids.com forward slash 1000 things, 1000 things, and you can sign up there and I'll send you a few emails throughout just to see how things are going. And if you join us, then share it on Instagram, use the hashtag 1000 things so I can see what you're donating and how your progress is going. All right. All right, so let's just dive into three mindset shifts, three small steps you can take around your mindset that's going to help you just simplify things in the long run. All right, so the first one is intentional shopping. Now, what I mean by this is that when we think about shopping, a lot of times we don't go shopping just to buy something that we need. We go shopping to fill time or to fill a void or to browse at things we might like to have. And this is not intentional. This is where we are just going shopping, buying things that we see without much purpose to them, without really thinking long term, what is this really going to add to my home? And so the change that I want you to make is every time you go shopping, I want you to have a list. Whether you are grocery shopping or shopping for clothes or shopping for Christmas presents, whatever it is, I want you to have a list because marketers are geniuses and they pull at us in every direction when we go to any store we go to. Even just the grocery store, I bet often you come home with food that you do not need because it was on sale or it looked yummy at the time because you were hungry or whatever the case is. I want you to make a list and stick to it. Now, that is going to be super hard at first, and you're going to probably not really want to do it a lot of the places that you go, but trust me, if you stick to this even just for a few weeks, it's going to be 
going to become more of a habit for you. You're going to save money. You're going to save time. You are going to bring way less stuff into your house. So I want you to make this shift and I want you to try it out for a little while. Really try to be consistent with it and just make a list. If you are going through your closet and you realize, you know, all your jeans don't fit you that well or have holes in them or something, they're stretched out, whatever it is, then jot that down on a list. I need a new pair of jeans. And when you're out and about, that can be what you look for. But don't just go into your favorite clothing store and go to the clearance rack and browse whatever you want and bring home a bunch of items because that is how we end up with clutter again. And that's also how we end up in debt and just feel yucky about where our finances are. So I want you to make that shift. I want you to be intentional about list making. Okay. Before you go shopping, and this is for the grocery store, this is for Target, this is for your favorite clothing store. No longer are you just going to go out and say, well, I don't have anything to do for the next hour. I think I'll go browse through Hobby Lobby and see what decorations they have. I only want you to go to those stores if you truly have something that you want to buy or need to buy. All right. Now, this doesn't mean you can't buy anything, but what it does is it helps you remember, like, where am I financially and how much money do I really have to spend here? Also, what are my goals with my closet, with the clutter in my kitchen, with decorations around my house? What are my goals there? And do I really need to bring home this cute little knickknack just because it's $5? So being more intentional with your shopping is going to change so many things about your life. And it all starts with making lists. So I want you to just commit to making lists no matter what store you go into for the next month and see what changes that makes for you. And then it becomes habit. And so it gives you that lasting change that we're looking for. It's not just going to be one of those things you try and you are like, oh, never mind. I forgot about it. I really want you to be consistent until it's a habit. All right. Now let's talk really quickly before we move on to the second one. Um, Let's talk specifically about our mindset around the holidays because they're fast approaching. For many of you listening, you might be thinking, oh, it's already Christmas time. I'm already listening to my Christmas music. I already decorated because Halloween's over. The other half of the world is thinking Thanksgiving is not even here yet. We cannot do (laughs) Christmas. And many of you might not celebrate Christmas. So when I say Christmas, that's because that's the holiday that my family celebrates. But I totally get that there's lots of others of you out there that celebrate totally differently than me. And that is okay. But I bet you, no matter what you celebrate during this time, I bet it comes with some chaos in tow because pretty much every holiday does that to us now, even the ones that aren't huge holidays like Valentine's Day and you know, just everything that we do, we see all these things we could buy for our house, all these toys we can buy for our kids, all this candy comes out All of these things add stress to our life. So I am saying the holidays, talking about Christmas and holidays that are near that time of year, but this happens to us year round, birthdays, everything. So really be thinking about that as I talk to you about the holidays really quickly. This is actually one of the areas that I've struggled with the most when it comes to simplifying. And I'm guessing it's the same for many of you who are listening right now too. It's just always been really hard for me because the truth is I love giving gifts. I love finding little things that I know people in my life are going to love. I love going shopping for my kids and other people in my family. And it's really hard for me to give this up. 
But I want you to change the way you think about that and not think of it as giving something up. So if you struggle with it too, you may be thinking in your head, well, I don't want to give up the big holiday celebration. I don't want to give up all the gifts. And that's not what you're doing. You're not giving gift giving up. It's more about thinking about the purpose behind it because you will never, ever fulfill all of your kids' wants and desires and be able to get them everything they have on their list. There's always going to be a million things on their list and it's going to change over and over and over again and you are never going to get to the end of it. And so wanting to get them everything that they want is really an impossible goal, but it's also not what's best for them. And this is where I've been able to kind of let go of this a little bit because even though I enjoy giving them gifts, I know deep in my heart that they don't need all those things. They don't need millions of toys and stuffed animals all over their room. They don't need everything that they want. So I've been able to kind of allow myself to just find things that are truly intentional. Things that I know they're going to love, but will also be things that are going to benefit them for much longer than if I was just to like go out and buy tons of toys that are on their wish list that they play with for about a week and then they forget about and it just adds clutter to our house. So what I've done is I just allow myself to think through gifts and be more purposeful. And I've reminded myself that it doesn't all have to come at Christmas or at a holiday. If I see things throughout the year, I don't wait until Christmas. I think, okay, well, I know my kids are going to love this and they're really going to benefit from it right now. So I'm going to go ahead and bring it home as a special little surprise. And not buying them a million things at the holidays allows me to do this throughout the year when I see something. And not buying them a million things at the holidays allows me to do this throughout the year when I see something that I know they're going to love and that would benefit them right then. It also gives me permission to say no to them more often. And I know that that's so hard. It's so hard when you're at Target or Walmart and you're near the toy aisle and your kids are like, mommy, I want this. I want this. Can I please have this? It's so hard to always say no. But something that you can do is just always explain to your kids. You know, we don't just buy ourselves things every time we see something that we want Because if we did, we would fill our lives with stuff. We would never have money for the things that we truly need, and our lives wouldn't be fulfilled. You're always going to see things that you want. So I try to explain this to my kids, that if I see something that I feel like they are going to really love and benefit from, then I'm okay with buying it. But on our everyday, we don't just go out and just buy things that we want. I first, though, I have to model this with myself. If this is something that you want to teach your kids, you have to be the model first. You can't just buy yourself anything that you want every time you go shopping because your kids are going to pick up on this and they're going to wonder why you say no to them all the time, but you bring home random things that you don't need. So we have to be the model first. And I kind of want to go back to that for just a minute because we are just like our children, right? Kids want a lot of things, but adults want a lot of things too. We see things others have and we envy them and we have things we just want to pick up. But the only difference is that we control the wallet and our kids don't. So they don't get something unless we say yes, but we control our own wallets and we get to buy whatever we want as long as we have the spending power for it. And so sometimes we have to remember that just because we have a wish list and we have control of the spending doesn't mean we shouldn't say no to ourselves as well. 
you are also never going to get to the bottom of your wish list. It's not like one day you're going to get to the bottom of your list and say, okay, that's it. I've bought everything I will ever need and not want or desire something else in the near future. So we have to remember that about our kids and we have to remember that about ourselves as well, that stuff and buying stuff isn't going to make us happy, right? We hear this all the time, but it's so true. You can't get to the end of that list and all of a sudden feel fulfilled. There's always going to be more out there. There's always going to be something new or something we see somebody else has that we envy and our kids are going to be the same way and it's okay to say no to them and it's okay to say no to yourself. So when you're holiday shopping this year, I want you to keep your intention in mind. I want you to make lists. Maybe you set a number of gifts per child, or maybe it's a dollar amount, but keep it within a certain budget because adding financial stress is not going to make a happier holiday for anybody. Or maybe this year you want to do a family gift or a family experience. Just think through these things before you get to the stress of the holidays, because if you don't, you're going to go out and do the exact same thing you've always done. And if that's caused you stress in the past, then you need to make a change. Make a change so that you don't have that stress and you get to just simplify and enjoy things during this season. This is a huge mindset shift, and I know that it's something that I still work through because I'm human and I often see things I know my kids will love, especially my little girl. There's so much marketing done towards our little girls, and she's not one to beg for things, so it makes it even easier for me to want to get it for her. But just because I see something and I think she's going to love it and she never asks for something that's not a reason to go out and buy her stuff. The truth is we have to have some boundaries that are going to work for our family. And you know what? It's going to look different for everyone and that's okay. For our family, we decided on one gift per person from each person. So my kids will get a gift from us. They'll get a gift from their siblings. They'll get one from each grandparent. And the truth is that ends up being more than enough. So you might think that doesn't sound like enough, and that's okay. It's completely up to you. Maybe your limit is going to be five gifts per person, or maybe you have a money limit. Just think through it before you go out and just buy anything. Because if you've felt stress about this in the past, or if at the end of the holiday season you always wonder where you're going to put all of this stuff, then it's time to make a little change and change your mindset around the holidays a little bit so that you can actually enjoy them. So going back to that first thing of making a list, I want you to do that this holiday season too. Write out what you're going to buy, think through why you're getting it for that person, and don't just take a list from your kids. Say, write down everything you want and then go buy those things. Really be intentional this year. All right? Okay, so let's move to the second takeaway. That one was a little longer than the other two will be just because I really wanted to talk about holiday shopping since that's coming up if you're listening to this in real time. So the second mindset shift I want you to make is every time you are bringing something into your home, I want you to think, what is this going to do to my life? And I don't just mean the physical things because remember everything that comes into your life has to be managed, both the physical stuff and the stuff you add to your calendar. So I really want you to think about like, what is this extra activity for my kid gonna do to our family time? What is that gonna do to my stress level or my mental capacity? 
what is buying this new item going to do to my living room that I've worked so hard to establish? Is it going to make it a happier place? Am I going to enjoy seeing this every time or is it going to end up being clutter? So think through the physical things and things you add to your calendar every time you decide that it's going to come into your life. At first, this is going to feel weird and feel kind of like a burden. Like, why would I think through everything that I'm bringing into my life? But after a little while, it's be going to become so normal that you just do it without even thinking. And so I want you to do this when you're shopping, but I also want you to do this when your kids ask to do a new activity or when you're thinking about adding something to your schedule, volunteering somewhere, taking on a new job, whatever it might be. I want you to ask yourself, what do I want in my life? And does this align with it? How am I going to manage this? How is this going to affect me and my family and what we have going right now? Both the physical things and the things that you're adding to your schedule. All right, so that is number two, asking yourself, what do I want in my life? Is this going to make things better or is it going to just add stress and clutter to my life? All right, and the third mindset shift is self-denial. The practice of self-denial is, in my opinion, one of the best practices that you can add to your adult life. And what I mean by this is just learning how to live with less, learning how to say no to yourself, not giving in to every temptation, because this is going to serve you mentally, it's going to serve you physically, and it's going to serve you financially. And your kids are going to watch you do this, and they are going to be so far ahead of where we are because they will just see it in practice. You saying no to yourself. And this can be in so many different areas. And I'm not saying this in a way like saying that you have to put yourself last, because that is not at all what this is. What self-denial is, is being able to be content with what we have and not having to give into or say yes to everything that comes our way. So not saying yes to every activity that comes into our lives or every opportunity, not saying yes to everything we want at the store, not saying yes to, you know, the brownie after dinner every single night. All of these things, and it's going to help you in so many ways because you start to see that, you know what, I don't need all of this. I don't need all this stuff, and I'm actually happier without it. It adds stress to my life when I say yes to all these things. It might be like instant gratification. You feel really good because you bought a new blouse or you had ice cream after dinner, but the next day or you know, a week later when you're no longer wearing that blouse and you spent the money on it or when... You've added a couple pounds and your jeans don't fit you anymore, whatever it is. These are just silly examples, but you're going to start to see that those things don't give you lasting happiness, but denying yourself some things that you don't need really does. It changes your home. You have less clutter around you. Everything is easier. It changes your mental load. You don't have as much to think about or as much on your plate to do. All of these things. And as your kids watch you do that, they're going to get better at it too without you even having to teach them this skill. They're going to see, we just don't say yes all the time. We don't have, you know, our whole Halloween basket full of candy. We don't have to eat all that at once. <laughs> we can say no, even though it's sitting there in front of us. And we don't have to buy every toy that my friend has at their house because I don't need that at my house. I'm okay without it. So learning to say no to yourself and practicing self-denial is probably one of the best things you can do to simplify your life. So let's do a little recap because I know I 
kind of got off on a long tangent about holiday shopping, but let's recap the three small changes that you can make really quick. And I want you to try to put them into place over the next few weeks and see how they change your life. Okay, so the very first one was to be intentional about your shopping. So make a list, no matter what you're buying or where you're buying it from, make a list so that you're not just buying random items. Second, I want you to ask yourself, what do I want in my life? What is this going to do? Is it going to make things better for me? Every time you bring something into your home or onto your calendar. All right. So ask yourself that question every single time. And the third thing is I want you to practice self-denial, saying no to yourself and learning to live with less. All right. I hope those three things are super helpful for you as you move forward in simplifying. I hope these help you make lasting change over the next few months as you just make them more habitual and you don't have to think through it as much. And remember to tune in to the next episode in the series where we're going to talk about your day-to-day tasks and a few simple things you can do there to provide you lasting change. Because I know that everyday stress might be one of the hardest things we deal with, especially if you're raising a family or you're kind of in the nitty gritty right now. And so we're going to kind of tackle that and just simplify it a little bit. All right. So I hope you'll join me for that. And lastly, don't forget to go to athomewithkids.com forward slash 1000 things. So one zero 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 things and sign up for the challenge. And together we can get rid of so many items from our homes and help so many people who might be looking for those items. All right, until next time, have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home Podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences, and I am so thankful to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.